Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, Chuck, we are uh, back with another edition of Movie Maniacs, the year 2021, a, a kind of a hectic, crazy week that really had nothing to do with movies at all, but it felt it feel like a movie. Um, I'm Mike Rags, Chuck Curry with, it is, with us as well. We're actually going to look ahead at our top 10 movies that we want to see in theaters in 2021. Doesn't mean we will see them in theaters, but we have our list of the 2021 movies that we want to see coming up this year that we hope will be in theaters at an IMAX or somewhere watching these movies. Chuck, it was a, a crazy scene out of live free or die hard this week or something like that, that it's a sad week in American history, but we're going to get through it. Um, thoughts, uh, prayers, anything you want to say about what happened? this yeah, week? I, I would want to know a serious question. What do you think will be more interesting, a, a documentary on Donald Trump or the actual movie version? Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And I mean, let's be honest, be whoever is currently writing the screenplay and you know, the screenplay is being written. I don't know if you should do it so soon. Usually I think you should wait at least two and a half to five years, but you know, it's going to be banged out in a couple. The, the problem, version. the problem is the, 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 the story, it doesn't end. That's the problem. Are you going to write a movie and this? Well, you could maniac's going to do something different. Oh, no, but you could do from his, um, running Inauguration for election, to the end. running for running for election to his January 20th. It's one hell of a story. I mean, it is a, if and you know, they will get inside information and behind the scenes stories and, you get a writer like Aaron Sorkin doing the dialogue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a movie. Honestly, Mike, it could be an amazing film. And uh, when it actually comes out, who knows? Good, so they- because good, bad or indifferent, it is a fascinating subject matter that's tapped into. Here's the problem. How do we that, get though? here? How do Chuck, we get here? Here's yeah. the problem with making a movie like that. And if it's written by Aaron Sorkin, is that that movie will come out and the right will claim it has a left slant on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure movie theaters would be safe. I don't know what world we're going to live in at that point. Right. In time, no, but you might be right. That's the problem that the that, that people, you know, people will believe they've drink. They drank the Kool-Aid already. So I don't know. I think a lot of people are regurgitating the Kool-Aid, but we'll <laughs> Boy, I hope so. I think I some so. are. I think some are. Well, Chuck, not a lot has come out in movie theaters and nothing really has come out. We were joking before we went on the air. I asked you if you paid $20 to see uh, Hillary Swank's twist on fatal attraction fatal um boy she's going straight to streaming and she won an oscar right did, did i miss that two oscars two oscars oh my she god won, she, she the, won for uh what was it boys don't cry and then she won it for a million dollar million baby, baby. Uh, the question you know she's gotten to the point where she could be in the fourth season of cobra kai at this pace i have to believe they're debating it i, I guess i actually could see it i could see it I could, too. Um, yeah. By the way, did you finish that yet? Because I'd love to talk about it. I did not. Oh, my God. Chuck, you got to finish it. I finished it. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's good. It's a little over the top. This season's a little over the top. I mean, I will say this about these kids in this in this series. They have short fuses. I mean, a drop of a dime and they're ready to karate no matter what and beat and tear a, a house apart. It's a little over the top at the core a redemption story for William Zabka and Johnny. That's where this series is best they get a little away from it too much this year but it still has got a good payoff there's a great cameo there's a couple of great cameos including 
um, you know, I don't know if it's a secret to you at all, but no, Elizabeth- don't don't spoil it for this. All right. Sh- all right. The audience. Yeah. All right. Good. I know what it is. I mean, I Elizabeth shoe comes back and it's, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, OK, so uh, I yeah, it's great. And you're waiting for the fourth season. So um, it is very high entertainment value for, you know, in a time we're not seeing anything getting released. Um, you know, Wonder Woman 84 is still getting scathed by a lot of people. I, you know, the more blogs I go on, Chuck, the, the more unkinder they get to the film. But I do um, know that. You know, listen, I can't disagree, but it does play in my smoothie shop three times daily. I don't know why um, it does. I, and why? I find when we play it, I, we get a bigger crowd. I well, just, is that true? No. Well, then why are you playing it? Because it just doesn't. You're helping Netflix or, or uh, here's HBO my, Max. Here's my schedule this week. Wonder Woman 84. Batman begins and I rotate them. Well, OK. Um, why don't you just show the other Wonder Woman? <laughs> you just rotate the two I'll Wonder Women. I'll give it thought. Um, but you I, know, do, I, I mean, did. Can I just say one thing? You know, I watched this is it half your I, show. You could say whatever you want. I've watched it numerous times now. My opinion hasn't changed. But no. it's interesting. You know, they hope that that opening scene when she's a little girl. In, in, in the Amazonian and she's in that contest. You just when you even when you watch that scene, it just it just goes on too long. It's just like that's it just goes on and on. Not that it's a bad it's not a bad scene, but it just goes on. You could see it almost instantaneously. I don't know if it's a lapse in judgment or what happened, but her mindset of editing in that movie is so off. It's scary. Well, it's scary. The scary thing is news has come out. They've greenlit and they're really quickening up the pace for a third one. I'm not fine with that. And she's writing it. Um, okay. I, I'm fine with it if it's an improvement. Yeah, sure. It will be. I have to believe it will hard, be. Hard hard for it to not be, Chuck. Um, yeah. We're actually going to talk about um, some of the movies coming out in 2021. There's a couple of superhero movies thrown in there as well. Our 10 most anticipated films. Chuck, I wanted to throw this quiz out to you because, um, you know, we don't get box office returns much anymore anyway. So I wanted to see if you knew the most streamed movie Christmas week. What do you think it was? Is it a new movie? Tenet was third, so it's not a new movie. Is it Wonder Woman eighty four? No, now it, that Wonder Woman came out, it was is basically the whole week leading up to it. So. Tell me, okay, tell me. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Elf that was, was the two. most streamed movies. Yeah, the most watched at home movie was that movie. Wow! And Elf was two. Tenet was three. Christmas wow. Story four. Really? And any any of the Harry Potter movies was five. Home Alone six. Grinch seven, Polar Express eight, Love Actually nine, and Yellowstone season three was actually ten. Die Hard fourteen. Is that because it's R? Probably because it's R, right? Probably. No, not many kids can watch it. Not beyond the Poseidon Adventure, no. No, not. I on just wanted list. to throw that out there, get it over with. Uh, Chuck, the other uh, story that I saw that made me raise an eyebrow, and, and two very famous eyebrows, those of Michael Keaton. Um, yeah. What's the deal with his? You know. What parts are you going to play in the DC films upcoming Batman's movies? Well, they, they got they're going to go into production supposedly by April with the Flash movie, right? Right. Ezra Miller's coming back to play the Flash, Barry, Barry Allen, the Flash. It's going to be a multiverse. So what they're going to do is he's going to enter the, the, the time period of both Michael Keaton's Batman in the Tim Burton universe and Ben Affleck's Batman universe in Zack Snyder's world and there's a bunch of reports that saying ultimately warner brothers a dcu 
wants to go with Michael Keaton's Batman as an older Batman, he'll be the prominent Batman. That's going to be separate of whatever um, the Robert Pattinson, the Batman uh, movie is going to be. That's going to be a, its its own its own thing. And I have a feeling the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, will be more in the in the Robert Pattinson world, and uh, the DCU will be Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck. It's, here's the thing. And we'll talk about this probably more later with, with these multiverses. If you're going to bring Michael, is this just my opinion? I, 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 I'm, I can't wait to see Michael Keaton back as Batman, but I really just wish they revisited the property as Michael Keaton um, as Batman in, in his own universe. Like I, you know, why didn't he the flash? I understand this is what they do. And, and uh, the flash alters different, different things. Um, but I, I, I would love to see a standalone Michael Keaton Batman movie uh, all these years later. I, I think the, the one I know the fans, w- the fans want it. Right. No doubt. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't it, it, I mean, I don't know. But it's sort it, of weird. You're watching a Flash movie. You're going to have Michael Keaton's Batman and Ben Affleck's Batman. And you're talking about Batman is the most serious of superheroes, right? I know. Pretty, uh, you know, watch the Nolan universe. It's 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 gripped in a reality. Yep. And then, you you know, you're it just feels like this feels like this stuff completely works in, in, in MCU. Um, I, you know, it'll it would probably work in the Spider-Man movie. But I just I, you know, to multiple Batmans. I mean, we'll say I'll give it a try. Obviously, I, I want to see Michael Keaton back. And I'm a big fan of Affleck as Batman, too. But it, I got to wrap my brain around it and actually view this stuff. Uh a couple of things that I have, Chuck, and I thought it was interesting, you know, Godzilla versus King Kong and and Dune going to be released on HBO Max coincidentally with the theatrical release like Wonder Woman. I saw Warner Brothers and Legendary Entertainment. Actually, they're, they're going to settle. They're going to settle. settle at a court to try right, to because, because Legendary was like, hey, you know, we're, we're help producing this movie. We're not going to get the bang for a buck. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they have a point. I think that's why Warner Brothers primarily came right to the table and probably understands their point of view and they don't want it to become a big ugly thing. So uh, they're going to write out a check. Good for them. I mean, that's that. I mean, when you go, when you sit down and you put pen to paper and a script and you're going to produce a movie and put all that time and money into it. I got a question for you. You're, you're that we just opened our small independent theater, Pocono cinema this weekend. Again, they let us do it. Nice. We're, we're playing news of the world and promising young woman, we got a total yesterday of 20 people. I think it was 15 for the Tom Hanks movie, five for the Carrie Mulligan movie. Is your theater open? And if so, what is playing? Uh, I believe those two movies are playing. It is open, limited. Uh, Tell me what's playing. Curious. Uh, hold on. I, I can jump online right now if you want me okay, to. And, I do. And go to my I, app, I my do. AMC app. Okay. Uh, if, if you give me time here, I have uh, what well, Wonder Woman's playing. Um, that's still there. How uh, many screens is it on? Hold on. Hold on. This is live. Uh, uh, well, it's on an IMAX okay. and it's on a regular one. So two screens. We've got the crudes is still out. News of the world. Monster Hunter with the uh, that's that. Uh, uh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Mila Jovovich and yeah. promising young woman. Fatal, the, the the you know, the movie that everybody's talking about. With mm-hmm. Hillary Swank. Uh, Pinocchio. Uh, they're, all, Fre- they're all new. They're all new releases. Though. Yeah. Freaky still out. Although Aliens there. Okay. They're yeah, showing Alien they're doing, from '79, and yeah, uh, somehow the War with Grandpa had one showing today at 4:15. Wow! So that's uh, again, 
not a lot of uh, showings. Wonder Woman has the most with four showings today, starting at four, last one at eight. You know, I just want to bounce into something. Speaking of AMC, AMC said that they need to raise $750 million to stay in business uh, by for the next, I don't know, four to six months. They raised $200 million of that in a stock offering. Good luck. That's not good. It's not enough. No, no. It's- no here's another thing that's interesting. I don't know if we touched about this last week. I was reading the relief bill, and there's a $15 billion uh, section in, that, in this relief bill for concert halls and independent movie theaters. Now, we're going to probably get a grant off this good. bill. Good. But, I, but AMC is a corporate theater. I don't think they qualify, uh, which is sort of – I don't understand that. I mean – They run their let, business Let the them borrow way. and it's pay it back. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess aren't they? Run like- a lot of, that, that is a, if they go down, if and I don't know, I who knows uh, if it's a lot of a lot of screens are going to go down. Mike. That's a lot. That is a major blow to the industry. If AMC goes out of business, Regal's one thing. AMC's another thing uh, that that won't be good. Um, now, that doesn't mean that they couldn't come back with a resurgence. And, you know, you know, uh, I, I don't know, Chuck, you know, maybe go dormant for a while. And then they just when we're back to normal. If we're back to normal. And I read another article. It, it says that a lot of the major theater owners, they fully expect by March to be semi-normal. I don't know. I think that's Ma- a little March, early. But Mar- I, March, I, I, do think, I do think by summer, you're going to start to see more normalcy, though. I do. I feel confident that. March might be a little uh, uh, ambitious. A little early. A little yeah, early. I, 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 I know with uh, the Bond movie right now, it really is the big one that comes out April 2nd right now. Um which is Easter weekend. It so. almost feels too early still. It does. We'll see. Um, one more thing. And then if you have anything, we could talk about it. But I did want to bring up, we lost a real good um, director. People probably don't really uh, acknowledge it too much or really realize how good a director he was. And Michael Apted passed away at the age of 79, most known for his documentary, the seven up documentaries he did, but he also directed coal miners daughter. He did a bond movie. The world is not enough, right? He did cast Denise Richards, which might've been a mistake, but that's okay. But also I'm a huge fan of class action with Gene Ackman, the crime of uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The courtroom drama right. with uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastronchonio. He also did Gorky Park, Continental Divide, which was a drama with John Belushi right. and a romantic lead and uh, Thunderheart, which is a Val Kilmer, uh, American Indian movie that was pretty good too, Chuck. Right. Um, but uh, he's uh, pretty underappreciated. You know, he's like, he- yeah. So, I mean, listen, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting. So many people have done really good work in the industry and time keeps marching on. And I, I, I was saying the other day, when you get to birthdays, you'll probably realize this, but um, there's so many great actors and actresses are really getting pretty long in the tooth. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I was just listening to a podcast. Martin Short is 70. Martin Short is 70. Martin Short is 70. 70, seven years old. This is incredible. Um, so uh, Michael Apted uh, passes away. Uh, I did want to bring that up. Do you have any movie news or anything of the sort before we move further? I do not. Okay. <laughs> and uh, have, I went to ask you, too, how much, like, how much, I know you watch God, HBO Max, and I was wondering your yeah. viewing of, uh, I know you haven't watched Cobra Kai yet, but HBO Max, you paid for it, you got Wonder Woman. How much other viewing have you done on that? Well, I've done, I, I, it's primarily, I don't do any at home because I'm always at, uh, at my businesses for the most part. I hang out in the back and I watch different stuff and I read articles on the internet. Um, pretty much a news junkie, but um, 
I've, I've looked at the HBO Max library. It's pretty good. I was watching Clean and Sober. They, they got rid of it, though. But I, do, I was watching a lot of that. Michael Keaton, I'm a big fan of that film. Uh, I, the, I way have... back, the Way Back is on HBO Max, too, with Ben yeah. Affleck. And we, we both thought that was the best movie we saw last year that we actually we've seen. You know, we didn't, yeah. haven't seen a lot of, a lot of uh, everything. So uh, I did start but, watching the, the library. Kid- I did start watching the Kelly Coco. Uh, I heard it's really good. Yeah, it's pretty and it's well, it's well made. Um, yeah. She's very appealing on screen too. So um, that's the flight attendant. If you want to check it out. So also um, Chuck, we'll start with fast five with an enigma in and of itself. Nicholas cage. How old do you think Nick is? 57. He is 57 years old this weekend. Um, He's actually young. He is relatively young. And, you know, uh, I was speaking about him the other day on, my, on another radio spot I do. And I got to tell you, we've, we've, we bantered about this subject matter about how if you look at the last decade, I mean, he's listed as on IMDb is 100 and I think six acting credits. It feels so much more. The last 10 years, he has uh, uh, basically been a staple of direct to DVD Walmart shelf movies. And there's been a few that have hit cult status, like the movie Mandy, but so many are just like throwing darts against the wall. And, you know, the model is a fascinating one. I'm sure that they bring him in. He does a weekend work or maybe five days and they pay him 250 or $300,000. He gets, you know, with top billing and his name on the box cover. A lot of stuff is now streaming and he's almost become a parody cult status personality um at, at at this point he is going to do uh a mini series of uh, on joe, uh, exotic. joe, joe yeah. exotic yeah and uh, i think that's gonna you know be popular um he's, he's also got a new series on netflix where he hosts the original origins of swear but, words but when you look when you look back i mean we both think you know the rock other than the original Die Hard, the rock might be the best american action movie made in the last 30 years we both say you know his character stanley goodspeed why in the heck did he never do a sequel man that was a great character you could have did so much stuff with him he was hot at the time i think we both are on the same page and believe face off with uh john woo's face off yeah is one of the best genre movies made in the last 25 years no i would go there he made he made after leaving Las Vegas, where he won the Oscar. Yeah. He made the Rock Con Air face off back to back to back. They all, and, and and they constantly play on K. Their repeatability of those great. three films is is great. He was also a big daddy and kick ass. Yeah, I mean, I love. I mean, give me some kick ass. I love me some kick ass. He's awesome as big daddy. He's a fascinating talent. He's a quirky, interesting personality. I don't know if I want to be his next door neighbor or be married or be or have my daughter married to him. But he he his 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 bio is really interesting. In time, I would love to know exactly how this all played out. I mean, they said he had a tax problem. That's why he started doing these right. quickie movies. But he got addicted to him. And it's like now you're talking 10 years. Bing, yeah. bing, one after the other. It's just it's insane. Chuck, in the last year alone, 2019 yeah. and 20, yeah. he made um, a score to settle, color yeah. out of space, running with the devil, kill never Chain, heard of them. primal, grand isle, jujitsu. Uh, he is in the cruise, the crude sequel. We'll give him that. Okay, and then this uh, he's coming out with prisoners of the ghost land this year. Um, yeah, it's a shame because even in his hosting of this Netflix, I watched the first episode, which is about I don't know F-word. if I would use the word a shame, but I mean, what exactly is it about? That I is- don't know, but I was talking and making a point. So you kind of cut me off there. Well, anyway. I thought I had something good to say, but you didn't. Um, but uh, his hosting of this new Netflix, even doing that. Yeah, it's shtick, but he's got tremendous presence doing it. 
and he's uh, parroting himself, parroting himself. Let it's me ask you a question. Do you think he's sane? I don't know, but isn't there also something in in a project where he's going to play himself too, right? Uh, the the unbearable weight of massive talent. He's playing yes. Nick Cage. He's playing Nick Cage. So uh, what? So, he's almost, a, he was born Nick Coppola for people. Nicholas right. Coppola because he he's Francis, Francis Coppola's, Coppola's nephew. Right. Yeah. I, Nick Cage is a good name, though. Nick Cage is a good game. Nick Cage. Wait, 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 let's like, be honest. We we all know the story of Tim Burton Superman. Right. Lives. Right. There was a script. He did costume fittings. If he would have got the role of Jarrell Superman and Burton's spin and his unusual quirkiness, that would have been I'm not saying it would have been a, a good Superman movie or a good idea, but it would have been something to look at and say that would have been interesting. No, but it's it's and, and you, you throw on the fact that um, he's done. He was a benchmark star in two Disney movies too, the National Treasure movies. Now, do you think uh, he's ever going to pop up in the stream in the Disney Plus uh, as National Treasure character? I don't. I, maybe, maybe. There's, There's been some banter about it. Maybe. I think it's a possibility. Um, we will both agree with this. Um, right. his last great movie, people should see, and that's Knowing. And even that like came that out in movie. 2009, Chuck. Even that movie's 12 years old. So yeah. Um, that that was one I would definitely recommend. But again. He's done some really good early work, too, with the Valley Girl and Honeymoon in Vegas. Uh, right. Interesting career, to say the Honeymoon least. I mean, really was, Honeymoon career. in Vegas was a big hit. Honeymoon in Vegas was a fantastic movie. Yeah, it was a big hit. Um, it actually, uh, you know, that was during the resurgence of Jamie Kahn, too. I mean, he, yes. he had Misery, and he came out with that movie right after it. I, yeah. Just, uh, a, you just think about it. Not many American actors have had the kind of career Nicolas Cage has had. I mean, just from the eclectic kinds of movies that he's done, winning an Oscar, being an action star, you know, uh, quirky comedies, and then just straight to stream crap. It's uh, it's just hard hard to believe. It's it's, I mean, guy. and we know what we talked about, how Bruce Willis is now doing it. John Cusick's doing this. Yeah. Multiple actors, multiple Thomas Jane's Thomas getting Jane's in the, doing it, jumping yep. in the pool here. It, it's... um. I'd love to see a documentary, a, an honest documentary, where they actually give access to these to the, to this plot to this 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 a very interesting story subject i think yeah, so i i agree I, i'd like to see the books that's what i want to see i want to see the 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 financing how much money these guys are getting for each of those films how much work they're putting into it i'd love well to see i know that. i listen billy zane did a zombie movie in the poconos a few years ago right i don't recall the name of it neither and does I know, he i know they flew him down he did like five days work and they gave they paid him like 300 grand Jeez. I mean, so if you do that four times a year, pays the bills, like, that's for I sure. Like, I like Billy Zane. He could afford the condo, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that uh, Nick and Bruce's check is larger than 300,000. Um, but if you only work three days for it, my yeah, God, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's crazy stuff. Um, yeah. it's, better it's, also, che- it's better than the check I got for this spot. <laughs> Chuck, it also seems like the only people that talk about the subject are me and you. I never hear people like, making a big uproar that these movies keep coming out with these stars in it and nobody watches them. Like, I mean, I think, I think yeah, it's, it's an inside conversation. No. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Um, are you talking about two guys with Bruce Willis and, and Nick Cage? I, I just don't get it. And I never will. Uh, Chuck, another actor, Jeremy Renner, who is, uh, He's 50 this year. He just turned 50, nominated for two Oscars, obviously. Uh, did great work in the Hurt Locker. And, uh, was yeah, also, Hurt Locker. And also uh, The Town. He's the bad guy in The Town. He's really he's good. Solid. At he's solid. He, and, he, and he's in the Mission Impossible movies, right? Yeah, he's in uh, a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the last few. He's, he's solid. A, he was in that movie. Of course, he's Hawkeye. I mean, 
I mean, more than anything else, right? Most people would just see him as Hawkeye, wouldn't they? Yes. And he's going to, uh, and he's, and he's doing the Disney plus uh, series, right? Yeah. Hawkeye you series. Know, by the way, the reviews just broke on WandaVision, which is uh, that's Netflix, right? No, Disney no, plus. It, Disney plus Disney, yeah. And they're outstanding. They did it. They took the character of vision and the, uh, the, what's, what character she, does she play now? I don't know her character name in that. Olsen. I knew you were going to ask me that. Okay. So here's, here's the deal. They did it. They took a creative leap, a really strong leap, and they, they filmed it like a sitcom right. where they did, where, like it's on. And they take bold chances and the reviews are through the roof. Outstanding. It's yeah, like it's, Disney could do no wrong, Mike. MCU it, could do it, no wrong. It is true. It is true. There's no doubt about it. That's uh, Scarlet Witch, right? Is that what you call it? Witch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chuck. Um, so Jeremy Renner, we're saying what? Uh, Hurt Her Locker. Yeah. Hurt Locker. Locker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just going straight actor. Uh, I know what you're going to say here, but she's done other good work. Uh, yeah. Amanda Pete is 49 this weekend, Chuck. Oh, what are you going to think? I'm going to say 2012. 2012 yeah. Well, I like, you know, she used to be on a show that I used to watch with my wife back in the day on the CW called Jack and Jill. That's the first time that I saw her. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, you know, she's really appealing. I like I like her. And then uh, she got that role in that Bruce Willis movie. Right. Uh, yeah. The whole nine yards. The whole, the whole nine, nine yards. yards. Yeah. yeah, I like I always, you know, I find her. She's a con. She's confident on screen. You know, she's not a kid anymore. No, like her her. 49. I just I mean, how old? 49. I wasn't paying attention, but yeah. yeah but what else is new? Um, all right. Hot shot. Who was Jack and Jack and Jill? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, because nobody does. Um, I would say she does some really good work in Saving Silverman. Personally, I love that film with Jack Black. I and, don't like it at all. But yeah. oh, I love that movie. Jason Biggs. You're one of your favorite actors. Not and, a fan, uh, no. Steven Zahn. So, uh, all right, Chuck. Can I, I can, I a, can I ask a question that popped in my head? Why do you think Calm Calm all this will come burn? on? Okay. Nobody, come never, on. Never, never, never got to it. Okay, again. Stop. Um, <laughs> Rod Taylor, not in Beyond a Bizarre Adventure, and one of the great actors of uh, Alfred Hitchcock movies as the well. Birds. Uh, the Birds. He would have been 90. He died a few years back. You know, the Birds is. is the, I love the birds. One of my all time favorite movies. He was a really, he was a really interesting screen presence. Definitely. Um, sort, of I, a, sort of a safe bet for let's go to a good looking man who could be a solid lead in, in that outfit. I think that was a solid pick. Also very good in, um, in uh, the time machine too. He was in the original right. time machine, HG Wells movie. Yeah. Um, and he's in one of the twilight zone episodes with three astronauts. Um, they come back to earth. They, 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 they encounter right. the, I, I forget what happens in it. It, it just, well, that's the thing with twilight zone episodes. They all bleed together, but I just remember him being extremely, um, so kind to the screen, right? He was very easy to look at on yeah, screen. Yeah. He's very easy to look at. Yeah. Um, he had a likeability too. very, very much. So non-threat, non-threatening. Yep. Right. Ne- but never a huge star, right? Never just, I never mean, a huge star. It's interesting about him. It's like his masculine, his masculinity was sort of kept at bay. That's yeah. a good way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. I think so. All right, Chuck. Uh, last but certainly not least. And I just watched Patriot's Day again. And I God, I love that movie. I like that. Um, I love that movie, too. Yep. Uh, J.K. Simmons is uh, 65 no, years come old. Come on, Mike. It's whiplash. I mean, yeah, the guy was, the guy was close. no, that was a phenomenal blow you through the back of the screen acting performance. Awesome. Absolutely. He deserved the Oscar big time. 
Absolutely. Uh, it's my favorite movie of that year, too. Me, too. Me, too. Um, I love that movie. And obviously, he does a great job, too, in the Spider-Man uh, uh, as well. Uh, even his cameo at the end of the new Spider-Man, you know, the the new Spider-Man uh, Marvel ones was pretty funny, too. J. J- Joma, James. But that, that's why his casting at the end of uh, <clears throat> Homecoming. Well, no, in Justice League, when he's oh, uh, right, when they make him. Um, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder, you, he went to the well one time too many. That was not good casting, in my opinion. I would. Uh, I it's would a ten- small. It's a small part, but I'm telling you, if they did, it just no. He shouldn't have went there. Well, get a I, different I would, actor for that one. I would also venture to say he's probably going to play him again, right? I mean, right? He's going. I don't know. And Zack Snyder's Justice Justice well, League. Well, I'm. I'm very. Well, we'll talk about that later. I'm very. I'm very very curious to see that cut. All right, Chuck, uh, let's talk about the upcoming movies of 2021. And again, not much is out there until April. And Chuck and I are going to tell you the 10 movies that we can't wait to see, Chuck. And uh, I ranked them. Did you rank them? I did. Okay, so here's my 10 through uh, six. Let me know what you think. Um, Godzilla versus Kong, the sequel, or the, the I guess it's the third movie, in, if you want to go that All far. Right. Yeah, Skull right. Island, and then well, maybe the fourth movie, right? Two Godzillas and a and a Kong, but Godzilla versus Kong, correct? Um, back with Millie Bobby Brown coming back, and a lot of the stars from the last movie. Looking forward to that. Now I'll probably watch it on HBO Max, but I want to see it in theaters. I have it number nine, the Tom Hanks as the Colonel in the Untitled Elvis movie coming up with Timothy uh, Chevrolet, whatever his name is. I think he's playing Elvis. So uh, looking forward to that. Ghostbusters, a holdover from last year, Afterlife is my number eight, Paul Rudd, and uh, some of the you know members of the Ghostbusters clan, I, I assume, um, coming back yes. with uh, Ivan yes. Reitman's, Jason Reitman directing it and writing it. I'm really, I think that's going to be, a, that would have been a huge hit in the summer of 2020 if it ever I agree. Would have been a big hit. Also, a holdover from last year is Top Gun's Maverick. Um, like to see uh, what Tom Cruise does with this film. Uh, I never would have thought Tom Cruise would have two movies in my top 10 for 2021, but he does. And Top Gun Maverick is number six. And my number, I'm sorry, number seven. And my number six is Tom Holland playing the uh, character in Uncharted, the video game action series that's going to come out finally on the big screen. I'm looking Ugh. forward to, I'm looking forward that to looks, see what That does. looks awful. It does, but no, it looks uh, he's in it and I'll see whatever he's like in. Like I said, mark my words, that movie's going to be awful. Well, um, I don't know how you've gotten a screener cut to it already and know that it looks awful. I'm not quite sure how you, you have your hands on that. You you, you know, the producers that you've seen a cut of this film. I'm psychic. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, uh, the Elvis movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Top Gun, Maverick and Uncharted. And we already know what you think on that one. But what do you think of my other ones? Uh, I like them. I mean, I didn't put Maverick on my top 10. I am curious. I am curious because I do. Despite, you know, Tom Cruise, we're a little bit of a weird dude, maybe. But I, I respect the heck out of him as a as as a producer and actor. He knows what he's doing. Right. He, he delivers. Um, I just don't know how I just don't know how much a 2021 audience this generation is going to really care or radiate to a sequel to many years after the fact. And I, say, I, 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 I believe it's a gamble. I believe it it's is. a gamble. I like the casting, though, that the, the, there's a lot of familiar yeah. faces, John Hamm and Miles, Miles Teller. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah. I, I'm one to also say, you know, I think Top Gun is overrated. Personally, I, don't think uh, I do, too. Movie. Hold on. It has second. a great soundtrack, though. A lot of great aerial flight, but there's really no story. It feels like a product of its time. No. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, you think Kelly McGillis will pop up at all in this film? 
It doesn't look that way. No, it doesn't. All right, Chuck, what's your 10 through six? Uh, my number 10 is Godzilla vs. Kong also. And I just want to say, first Godzilla movie, I found it an interesting misfire. Second Godzilla movie, I found it uh, a an passable. Interesting misfire. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a misfire. I liked it more than you did. I didn't. Congress, uh, no, Skull Island. I Actually, I just watched it again on HBO Max at the smoothie shop. I like I it a t- lot. No, I don't. See, I like I don't. it a lot. I, I, I think it's honestly, I think it's a... Um, it's a product of um, awful storytelling. Um, I, really I disagree. And, 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 I can, and the only reason I'm interested in this film to a point is because it's, it's Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, I have no expectation. I'd be surprised if it's any good based on this stuff. Uh, you know, Tom Hiddleston and Brie Lawson were in Kong Skull Island. I think they set them up for, for the more, but, one, I, yeah. but they're yeah. not going to be in it, I don't think. And Millie Bobby Brown's going to be a major part. Yep. of this film because he's a rising star and, and the studios are attaching themselves to her. She just latched on to a really big project. So number 10, Congress. Well, I think Kyle Chandler and Vera Farmiga are back in it. Too yeah, they well. are. Yeah. So uh, Godzilla vs. Kong 10. Number nine, I went with Zack Snyder's Cut of Justice League because I know and it might play in theaters. They're talking about it's possibly playing in theaters. You know, it's be four hours long. That'll be fun. I am interested in that film because it's basically all new footage, just stuff that he shot. Originally, it's hard to believe. I can't even imagine how much money Warner Brothers. How are they going to release a four hour movie in theaters, though, Chuck? Come on. I mean, that's never really been done before. Here's what they could do. Listen to me. First part one, part two. I could see. Yeah, they'll probably do that. They'll probably do it like a month or two weeks apart or a month apart. They could do it. Wow. Relax. Boy, they are really cashing in to hoping that people still care about. Number eight is another Zack Snyder movie. His hundred and something million dollar zombie movie for Netflix. Army of the Dead. Yeah. Starring Dave Bautista. Listen to me. Listen to me. We but Zack Snyder's remake of Dawn of the Dead in 2004. Very is good. This is only movie. good movie. And it is. And I loved I mean, I love me some George uh, A. Romero's original. It's one of my all time favorite movies. But Snyder's remake of Dawn of the Dead. He one thing he could do. He can cast. He cast Sarah Polly. Yeah. He cast Jake Weber. That movie is a casting miracle. Ving yeah, I, would argue- I love I love it. I would argue so his, I, only, his only good so movie. I'm looking forward to Army, uh, Army, Army of the Dead. I think he'll do it right. Okay. Number, n- number seven. Now, who's I, in Army of the Dead? Who did he cast in this? D- Dave Bautista's in it. Wow. And he passed on the on, on, on. I think they said he passed on. Uh, what did he pass on? He Rock? passed on a big. I don't know if it was Suicide Squad. He passed on Suicide Squad. Uh, James Gunn wanted to do Army of the Dead. But anyway, so uh, number number. I went with. Um, Number that's seven, number eight. Com- that, that's coming number to eight. America too. Okay, I, I still think Eddie Murphy's one of the great talents of all time, and I don't disagree. All right, and number number six, I put Mission Impossible Seven. Yeah, that's my number five actually, uh, and I'm really looking forward to that one. So you're bouncing right off me. Well, I just we could just segue. Um, Go ahead, segue. That's what they call it inside the industry. Yeah, sure. Uh, right. I don't know. I mean, you're 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 really pushing your chips into the middle of the pot for Zack Snyder way too much on this list. When has well, he come through for you yet? He hasn't since that movie. Well, I like Man of Steel. You don't like Man of Steel? Uh, it's a little bit over. I mean, look, well, we uh, talked about it when they start push. I mean, when they're fighting through the middle of the city for about 45 minutes. At the I, end I of that get movie, it. I get it's it. A little overblown. I, mean, I get it. He totally lost me there, but I do like the Costner scenes and Diane Lane, and I do love Henry Cavill as as Superman. But God Almighty, over the top with the 
mean, people. That's scared. my list. That's my list. I'm sticking to it. Well, I, I, spend, I, I wish I, you I, luck because Zack Snyder I, all he's done is let us down. I know, but I spent I spent countless hours on this list. Okay? It sounds like it, um, considering you put an Eddie Murphy movie there that is going straight to HBO Max or wherever the hell it's getting released, the uh, Amazon Prime or Amazon Prime. Nickel- Nickelodeon. Um, I don't even know what the hell's coming out when, when that one was coming. But it does look funny. I'll give you that one. Um, Mission Impossible Seven, Chuck. Uh, what do we know about this movie other than Tom Cruise flipped out on the on the gaffers there? Um, I guess we it's know it's going to have same. some ama- amazing practical effects in it, though. We yeah, know, you that. know that. Yeah, you do know that. And I, I'm a huge fan of the series. And and really, um, I, like I said, I'm surprised that I have two Tom Cruise movies in my top 10 and in 2021, no less. Chuck, what's your number five? Halloween Kills. Ugh, oy vey. Jamie D. Curtis. I got to be. I listen. Advanced Buzz. Is outstanding. It was supposed to be released in October, and then you know about this COVID thing, so they drop kicked it a year in the future. Comes out October 2021. I got to tell you, I'm a sucker for Halloween movies on Halloween. I understand that. There's, so, I don't argue with that. Um, let me ask you this: Was how was what was the advanced buzz on the last Halloween movie? Pretty good, right? Probably. Yeah. This one feels out. more. This one feels a little different, though. Uh, well, I hope I see. You're very you you. Well, wait, like listen, it's, it's, it's a good point because in all seriousness, Warner Brothers, which, which you talked about, controlled that advanced buzz on Wonder Woman 84. Sure did. They did sure. it. They did a great job. And it goes to show you how many bloggers sold their soul to write those phony reviews. And that's what they did. Chuck, right now, Halloween uh, Kills is going to open up against a Ridley Scott movie written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Sounds yeah, interesting. Halloween Kills will be number one by far. But get well, yeah, here's what the subject matter is. King yeah. Charles VI declares that Knight Jean de Claroge settled his dispute with his squire by challenging to a duel. That <laughs> is what that's what those two morons wrote. Why didn't they just write? Uh, it does have Adam Driver as a star, but OK. And Ridley Scott is the director. But boy, oh, boy. I mean, talk about these. They just just do a sequel to Goodwill Hunting. That's all anybody wants to see. Um do Chuck, they? my number four is Spider-Man, the third installment with Tom Holland. Uh, uh-huh. Well, we had Far From Home and Homecoming or Homecoming, then Far From Home, uh, Spider-Man 3, uh, which should have a whole cast of characters in it as well, too. Right, Chuck? Oh, I mean, holy smoke. It's my number one. The most is it really? It is. It is. I'm going to tell you why, because there's a chance we're going to see so many different people from the Spider-Man universe in the same film in the multiverse angle uh it's not official but i mean speculation is andrew garfield told me mcguire will be back um kirsten Dur- uh, dunce and, and emma stone and there's a you know there's sort of a rumor floating around that in this universe what they could do instead of killing stacy gwen which he did in the amazing spider-man 2 mm. they'll wind up killing mary jane kirsten dunce character to flip things on its head i, I could see i could see them doing stuff like that no now, yeah, I, and I'm I'm curious. The the co-stars of the other films are not in this, right? We're not going to see Kirsten Dunst and Emma Stone. We're like, we're not doing that, right? We're not getting that crazy. No, I think we are getting that crazy. We are. We're getting yes. that crazy. Yes, I think we're getting that crazy. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. Well, I, I wish him the best of luck, but I am very excited to see. Here's it. What's in, here's what's interesting. We both we both believe that Spider-Man Two, Sam Raimi's, is the best Spider-Man Two. Which and has Alfred both, Molina in it, who will be back. Yeah, and we're both big fans of Tobey Maguire. Yes. But here's the thing. You know, when you change the channels and one of these two um, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are on cable, like TNT, mm-hmm. the playability is tremendous. 
Yeah. Just, they're very relaxing movies. And Tom Holland is the perfect casting. It's he's right. just he, he is it, to Spider-Man what uh, Christopher Reeve is to Superman and Gal Gadot is to Wonder Woman. Right. They just and, fit and that the, role and, perfectly. And at the end of the day, that really what matters most in the industry is how repeatable and replayable your movie is. No? Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, it's got to be good, too. You want I mean, to that's what yeah. I mean. They are. They yeah. are good. I don't I don't think they're great. I don't think the Tom Holland Spider movies are great. They're good. Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire is great. That's a great movie. That's a great movie in and of itself. Right. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, so, Tom Holland ones have sort of an infectious fun. They do. That you, that you roll they with. Do. You're changing the I, channel. You sort of roll with them. I think it actually encapsulates hey, what ho- the comic ho- was. From the beginning, that just the lightheartedness of what that character really is. He nails it as a high school student. So I, I will totally agree with you. Um, by the way, Spider-Man comes out uh, November 5th, in case people wanted to know right now. Obviously. No, I think it's going to. Yeah. Um, and that comes out opposite the Elvis movie I was talking about earlier and Clifford, the big red dog. Um, all right. What's your number four? Quiet Place 2. Yeah, that's on my list as well, Chuck. It's my number uh, two, I believe. Uh, and and I was excited to see this way back. When was this supposed to come out? March, right, yeah. Chuck? Right around yeah. March of last year, the sequel to A Quiet Place. I had just watched A Quiet Place. I was all pumped up. The trailer's fantastic. Um, and then, obviously, COVID hits. And we got to wait a whole year and a half now, Chuck, for it to come out. People still care? Is We're going with that argument? I, I think I think a tweak of its luster could be lost, but it'll still do very well. They're, they're going to have to repump up the air campaign, obviously. Right. Yep. Right now it's April twenty third. It's going to come out, so you're going to get, you know, no no time to die, and you're going to get uh, Peter Rabbit two in April. You're going to see mm-hmm. a Quiet Place two um, and a couple other movies as well. Um, I, I just hope. You know, Bond's the first one, right? Bond's going to be the one we're going to see what happens with that. And then everything else, the dominoes will go. But you would hope by the end of April, vaccination would be in enough people's hands. Listen, here's the deal. If vaccinations are not in full force and you're not getting three quarters of people in movie theaters, these movies ain't playing. Do you think they would move A Quiet Place Part 2 again? When's the release date? April twenty, uh, April 23rd. Yeah, I, I think there's a possibility. They push it to the summer and just wait? Uh, I think... Late summer or uh, Christmas season, I could see it happening. There's, but it, by Mike, if a movie has a give example, like the Bond film, easily should do if it's good a billion dollars worldwide. They're not going to take the risk of it making six hundred million instead of a billion. They're just not going to do it. Well, um, speaking of which, that Bond movie is my number three. No time to die. The supposed last installment. My number two. My number two. Number two. The last installment of uh of uh, no time to die having uh, daniel craig as bond uh again i was pumped up another holdover from last year notice a lot of our list chuck a lot of holdovers from last year right. you know not a lot of new stuff because a lot of right. new stuff couldn't finish up production to be released in time like there's like wasn't jurassic world supposed to come out 2021 something yes. like that and so be, uh, be, be patient 2022 yeah that's what laura dern said on twitter one day right yep yep uh so the next so excited film, uh, again, Chuck, here's another one. I ask you a question. Um, is there any chance this movie would get punted to just streaming only? Which and one? are these movies, let me ask you this, are, is Bond in a quiet place in April? Is it going to be a dual release? Here's the thing. First, let me cut the, the streaming. What Warner Brothers did with Wonder Woman 84, I think they did it for twofold. I think they realized they were going to have issues 
with how favorably people received this film, which they, obviously they is, saw the final cut, which is <laughs> played itself out. Yes. But I also think they are playing a little bit of a long game trying to build HBO Max. Right. Because they, they launched it, didn't get the, uh, the subscribership that they wanted. Um, so this is a way to reboot it, relaunch it again and playing the long game. I mean, obviously, you're not going to get the equivalent on one of these massive films worldwide just streaming it. You're not. There is no model for that. Um, but they also don't like to sit on their money forever either. Right. You know, it's sort of like uh, playing chicken. And, and, and eventually somebody, somebody squeals and they go, yeah, you know what? Something's better than nothing. And they, and they pull the trigger. If this goes on, if this somehow went on all throughout 21, yeah, then they might start streaming this stuff. But until you see no light at the end of the tunnel, which is not the case, it's not going to, that's not going to happen. These movies will, most of these movies will play in movie theaters on a big level. I believe that. Well, uh, and you know, you notice too, HBO Max uh, got helped by Wonder Woman. I don't know if the stand helped CBS All Access, Chuck. I don't, I don't hear the buzz or the wherewithal of people having to have that streaming service. I think if it was on Netflix, it would have been huge. No, probably. Yeah, probably. It goes to show you, you got to start out with a big brand or you're, you're going to get, you know, lost in the shuffle here. Um, So uh, bond was my number three. What was your number three? I think we need to hear that. Uh, Ghostbusters afterlife. Yeah. Um, I love the trailer. I I love the trailer. I think the people who were doing this, know what they're doing, and I, I just feel confident they're going to deliver something really good. I do, too. Again, that would have been a huge hit in the summer of 2020. Now it's coming out June 11th. Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. In your restaurants in your area, mm-hmm. I see people, like right now, even though I'm in Monroe County in, uh, in East Strasburg, where I'm doing this, Pennsylvania, the cases of COVID are going up in Monroe County, right? right? Everywhere. Everywhere. But I'm going to tell you something, Mike. I, pe- I see a lot of people going to restaurants. Yeah. So why don't they go to movie theaters? Um, I don't know. I do. I honestly don't know. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm. Just, one of the reasons is eating. I mean, the trade. And I'll tell you another story. I, I was speaking to a girl who came into my ice cream parlor, who works in a tanning salon down the block for two years. Right. So I said to her, "How is COVID affecting the tanning business?" She said, "I used to book seventy people in one day. Now I'm booking 10. How are we? That's up? like the movie theater business. That's a massive. Well, I- I think most people I don't think people look at the movie theater industry and movie theaters. Uh, they don't see that as mom and pop privately owned businesses. I don't think they interpret it that way. I think they But see I'm that- saying it, it appears the fear to going to a restaurant is not nearly as prevalent as the fear factor going to a movie theater. Well, I think not I, even close. Well, here's part of the problem. Well, when their have, pancakes are more important than watching a movie. Let's face it. Well, to get primal, yes, to eat is more important than to watch a movie. That is true. But yeah. you're getting the option of all these things. I mean, you're going to what you're like to go out to eat for dinner. If you're going to go out once, you can go out to dinner. You're not going to go to a movie, Chuck. You're just going to watch okay. a movie streaming. That's just the breaks. That's just the break. And, and, you know, I don't necessarily agree with it, um, but I, I've been to one movie since movie theaters opened back up, Chuck. I don't even go. And nobody's a bigger movie fan than I am. Right. How many movies? No, if you I, didn't I, own I, a movie theater, how many movie theaters? I don't you, own a movie. I, I, I help run a movie. Theater, I, you know so what I mean? Wrong. If you didn't I, have I that it. theater. Uh, you're right. I, 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 haven't, I haven't wandered into the mall. Right. Right. You're right. And, correct. So and, and the reason why is, yeah, the stigma is there. Yeah, it the is. Stigma is there. It That's is. The, the stigma it is. is there. 
Um, even though I go, even though I go to Aldi and I go to Walmart every single day, sometimes twice a day, because I got to get supplies for my smoothie yep. shop. Yep. Right? I got to. I, I go to I, Kroger. Was Walmart, I was in Walmart today, and the line was very long. Yep. And I yeah. had no. I, I stand online and I, I pay for my product and I leave. If you if people weren't wearing masks, you would think it was just an everyday Saturday. I completely agree. It totally. If you go to Walmart or Kroger or any of these places, yes. Um, luckily, everybody is still wearing masks. But I still ask the question: If we're wearing masks and four thousand people are still dying, would twelve thousand people be dying a day if we weren't wearing masks? Yeah, I, I I don't know, Chuck. I mean. I find it have, hard to believe that it would. You have be to almost wonder: Is it in the food? I don't know. Is Who it, knows? I don't know. It's a different podcast, not a movie podcast. I, I have so one my, more. I have so one my one. number, my number two is is uh, No Time to Die, and my number one, as I said, is is uh, Spider Man. Uh, Good the, picks, and my right. number one is the uh, December release that should have been this year of Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. I hope I. Christmas time. Oh, okay. I, I, I forgot about that one, but okay. I, I, I have that one on my list. I would have put I, in, in full disclosure. I would have put that in my top 10. I just did. I didn't. I didn't well, it comes out so late in the year, too. It's not coming out yeah. till December. I, I um, can't wait to see that film. Actually. Yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic in the hands of him. Um, Chuck, it, it should be a lot of fun. It's, it's it? interesting. No, no footage, no trailer, nothing, nothing. And that's good. I'm fine with that, um, Chuck. And, you know, so here's my list. Ten through one. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, untitled Elvis movie, number nine. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, eight. Top Gun Maverick, seven. Uncharted with Tom Holland at number six. Mission Impossible, seven at five. Spider-Man, three at four. No Time to Die, A Quiet Place, part two. And West Side Story are my top three. Good picks. My number 10, Godzilla versus Kong. Number nine, Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, four-hour cut. Number eight. Let Zach me know Snyder's, how that is. Let me know how that is. I will. I'll send you any uh, send you text. Zack Snyder's uh, Army of the Dead, number eight, seven, Coming to America 2, number six, Mission Impossible 7, number five, Halloween Kills, number four, Quiet Place 2, number three, Ghostbusters Afterlife, number two, nine, number two, No Time to Die, number one, Spider-Man 3, an honorable mention, 41st anniversary re-release of uh, Beyond the Poseidon Adventure. No? You know, and Chuck, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of sequels still to come this year. We're going to get years, 42 years. Go ahead. Uh, you're going to get the sequel to saw with, uh, Chris rock. That's coming That's out. Really interesting project. Yeah. Um, fast and the furious, another one in may conjuring another one, yeah. uh, venom, another one minions, another one space jam two, which is kind of interesting. Having LeBron James in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, another suicide squad film that I'm interested in. Um, James gone. Yep. James Gunn's doing it. Uh, Don't Breathe, too. I was a huge yeah. fan of Don't Breathe. I think that is Some interesting. Good product to look forward to. Yep. Uh, Candyman. Remember, that's a holdover as well. Jackass 4. Um, you'll have uh, uh, Matrix 4. Remember, that's a that's coming I, out it, Christmas. That, that could be an interesting one. And uh, Chuck Dune. You know, we didn't you, we talked about it earlier, but, you know, a lot of people get excited. I'm about not that. that big. I'm not that big a fan of the neither material, am I. So I, I don't, I don't and, care. And, and, you, and you will get another G.I. Joe. Another series, I just don't understand why they keep making Me films. Um, but this one uh, will have a very appealing Samara Weaving as the lead actress in it as well. But that that a lot of sequels. We just need movies, Chuck. We need product. There's not a lot of product. You look at the slate of films, Chuck. It's not that deep. And I just think they're just waiting and pe- they couldn't finish up movies. So right. this time next year, I ask you this. Will we be able to achieve a 10 best list? Oh, yes. You think so? Listen, so you're fully confident the next I'm gonna, movie. I, you'll I, be, know, I you'll listen be, to me. I know this is a movie show, but I read a lot. And I'm going to tell you right now. 
within a month, a million, you'll see a million to two million people a day who want to have vaccination are going to get vaccinated. It's going to add up very quickly. They're going to produce a lot of vaccine. And I do believe by April, the cases will drop like a rock. And then by summer, I think COVID will be in the rearview mirror. I believe that. Oh, will I will I be in an IMAX theater April second to see No Time? I, to that, I don't that I I don't know. I think you will be. Well, I could be not, now. Now let's be no, fair. I, I, I could no, go you, now. You, you will be, but with with right ha- half capacity, twenty five percent or something but like I that. But I think right. by July August you're starting to get. But here's the question again: Will people be required to? Show proof of a vaccination. vaccination. Well, I know about a movie theater, but I think they will for a, a game. I, I think they will for sporting a events. Game. I think so. Yeah, I think like, for a, con- yeah. a concert, Concerts. hands down. Yeah, getting on, getting on an airplane. Yes, uh, g- going, uh, g- g- walking, maybe walking through a hospital. Sure. Uh, so it's going to be interesting stuff. When's the next time um, we're going to be climbing over people to get to our seat in a movie theater? It'll feel weird, right? It'll it'll feel weird. The next time you know, we actually you, sit next to a stranger in a movie it, it, theater. I mean, you you like sports like I do, and you, yeah. when you see foot when you see footage of old games, yeah. or you see a movie where people are hugging or kissing, what's the first thing that pops in your head right now? Yeah. Oh, they're gonna get COVID, right? Any any movie I watch that takes place in New York City, it's the first thing it, I think of. I'm it's like, so weird. It is weird, and uh, hopefully we get back to it. But I will say this: if these things were available to me. I would be going to them, right? I mean, it's 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 because they're not available to me that I would like. If there was a game, well, a baseball well, me, game, okay, I'd be going. You, right, right, okay, right now. If the New York Jets were in the playoffs, you're a big Jet fan, right? Yes, right. Would you sit in a sold out uh, stadium? To I watch probably them? would with a mask. I would. Okay. Yeah, I right, would. Okay, I'm just asking. I mean, yeah, but that's again. I I know why somebody wouldn't. I'd want to understand why you wouldn't want to go. Right? I, I get it. Um, and I, I, I often think our government's in place to tell us what we should do, not tell us what we have to do. And okay, that's part fair. of the problem. What's going on right now? Yeah, and I, I think I that's why people are upset. I mean, give me the recommendation. I'll take all that information and I will use it wisely. But unfortunately, there's not enough wise people in the world like myself. All right, Chuck, on that note, we will wrap things up with this edition of. Hey, by the way, I looked ahead. 1991 yeah. was a hell of a movie year, Chuck, and we're going to count down our 10 favorite ones next week of 1991. Should I get excited? I would get excited. I looked at the list. It's pretty darn good. I'm excited. My guy had fun. All right. Well, Chuck, that's all that matters. You had fun. Be damned to everybody else. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, audience. Always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.